You're listening to South Florida's Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Hello, I'm Charles Stanley. God is amazing in so many ways. One that still leaves me in awe is the fact He's always available to us. When you listen to In Touch, I pray you're encouraged to spend quality time alone with God. We'll study His Word for ways to help you enjoy a more intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. We're always in touch when we walk close to God and understand His will for our lives. In Touch, heard daily at 8.05 a.m. and p.m. on WCNO. In 1962, God looked down on his young men and said, they need a mentor. So God made a Royal Rangers leader. Here at Truth Church, we have an exciting boys program for the ages of seven through 11. It is the Royal Rangers. The Royal Rangers is a Christian-based program centered around outdoor activities. The philosophy of the Royal Rangers is that boys learn as they play. We have godly Christian men who mentor them in Christian character along with outdoor activities. We also take educational field trips along with arts and crafts. We meet at True Church of the Treasure Coast every Friday from 7 to 8.30 p.m. True Church is located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce. If you have an interest in your son participating, you are welcome to come and check it out. One day these young men will say, I will live life as he does because he taught me to follow Christ. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record could make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español. 
Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Faith is for every day. Faith ain't for some kind of a prayer line in a church service when everything's hopping and you need somebody to blow on your face and anoint you with oil so you'll collapse on the floor. Faith is for every day. Somebody shout faith. We've got to learn how to walk by faith. Trust God, not by what we see, but what we know about Him. For every day in our life, when I get up in the morning, when I go to bed at night, when I'm tying my shoes, when I'm cooking breakfast, when I'm going out the door, when I'm coming home, When I lay my head down at night, I need faith for every part of my life. Because I recognize that faith has got to be the environment of my life. Somebody shout faith. Here's what Jesus said in Mark 11, 22. Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Somebody say, have faith in God. For surely I say to you, whoever says. Somebody say, whoever. Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. Watch this. He will have whatever. Everybody say whatever. He says, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will never get them. And you will have them. Hmm? Say, Pastor, what are you talking about? Here's what God said. Have faith in God. Don't have faith in your job. Don't have faith in yourself. Don't have faith in your family. Have faith in God. Somebody say, have faith in God. And then he says, whosoever. Verse 24, he says, whatsoever. How many of everybody in this room today is a whosoever? Come on, there's black whosoever's, white whosoever's, brown whosoever's, old whosoever's, young whosoever's, bald whosoever's, hairy whosoever. Everybody in here is a whosoever. Say, hello, whosoever. Mm. And he said, this is for who." Soever. It don't even matter what kind of whosoever you are. You can be a poor whosoever. You can be a rich whosoever. You can be a depressed whosoever. You can be a happy whosoever. You can be a sad whosoever. You can be a walking whosoever or a running whosoever. You can be a race car whosoever. It's for every whosoever. Come on, touch somebody say, hello, whosoever. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, it don't matter, ladies and gentlemen, everybody, what everybody labels you as, whatever name they call you, if you are a whosoever, you can have faith in God. It don't matter what kind of whosoever you were. It don't matter when your whosoever was born. It don't matter whosoever you come from. You have faith in God. Then he says you can have whatever. Somebody shout whatever. You can talk to a mountain and the mountain will go away. You can have victory in every circumstance of your life. You can have victory when everybody thought it was a fit. You can get up out of an ash heap and turn it into a place of gold. Because whosoever can have whatever. Somebody shout whatever. Mm. You say, well, whatsoever. What's a whatsoever? Our cars are whatsoever. A bill page is a whatsoever. A spouse is a whatsoever. A healing is a whatsoever. Whosoever can have whatsoever. When you pray, believe that you have them and you shall have them. Hmm? So if I got faith in God, any whosoever can have whatsoever. So here's the question. If faith is essential to the environment I live in, then the question is, is how do I live the life of faith? I'm glad you asked. Number one. Number one, we build our faith by learning how to apply the Word of God. So apply the Word of God that we get taught. 
We build our faith by learning how to apply the word of God that we are taught. That means you've got to make room for the word of God in your life. You can't do it your way. Most of the time in life, we just keep singing the song, I did it my way, I did it my way. And every time we sing, I did it my way, you have to pay, you have to pay, you have to pay. Huh? I want to be on the receiving end. If you do it God's way, you get to get paid. You get to get blessed. Come on, somebody. Amen. Colossians 2, 6 and 7 says, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Watch this. In verse 7, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith. As you have been taught. Abounding in thanksgiving. Abounding in it with thanksgiving. That means to be established in your faith and to abound in your faith, you have to have somebody teach you. Everybody look at me right now, right now. Say, please teach me 20 more minutes, Pastor. Um, I'm going to. Hmm? Y'all are so good to me. I'm going to tell you right now, this is why I refuse to let this church become a church with a 30-minute motivational speech. Come on, somebody. Where people just blow in three worship songs, a little bit of video, a 25-minute message, and everybody goes home and goes, ooh, this is wonderful. If that's what you're looking for, there's one right down the road. But God did not call me to come in here and give you self-help tips on your life. He called me to come into this house and teach you the Word of God. And I'm going to do everything I can to teach you the Word of God because everything in your life is pertaining upon the Word of God that you are taught so you can learn to live it by faith and apply it to your life. Come on, amen? Mm. Somebody say, apply the Word. Mm. It's not enough for us just to hear it. we got to learn how to apply it. Notice this, notice this. He said our life is built on it. Your life is built on the teaching of the Word that comes in your life. How do you know what to put your faith into unless you've been taught in the Word of God? Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, Jesus at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, he's winding this thing up, and he compares two groups of people. He compares very foolish people, and he compares very wise people. And this is what Jesus said about foolish people and wise people. He says, what is it that makes a person wise? And Jesus said, therefore, whoever hears these teachings of mine, whoever hears my word, and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And when the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on the house, the house did not fall for it was founded on the rock. The rock of what? The rock of the word of God that you put your faith in. Because you've learned how to apply the word of God to your life. Then he says this about foolish people. That word foolish, actually, when you interpret it from the Greek, means idiot. I didn't call you an idiot, but this is what Jesus says about idiots. All right? But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like an idiot man who built his house on the sand and the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on the house, and it fell. And not only did it fall, but great was its fall. That's what Jesus said. Oh, come on, amen. So you get to choose. Somebody say, I get to choose. You get to choose. Either you're going to be wise or be an idiot. You have a decision to make. Will I be wise or will I be an idiot? 
I mean, when you hear it like that, it's pretty obvious. You don't want to be an idiot, right? Then you got to learn how to build your house on the rock. you got to learn how to walk in faith and apply it to your life. Come on, amen? James says this in chapter 1, verse 22. He says, be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man who observes his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he is. But he looks into the perfect law of freedom and continues in it and is not forgetful here, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. You know what that's like? Now I'm just going, I told Kim I was going to pick on her today. I'm going to pick on her. Kim takes an hour and a half to wake up. I'm not kidding. I can do it in 10 minutes. I'm good to go in 10 minutes. I go out the door. Kim? Hair down the stairs. Hey, honey, don't talk to me. I'm starting to wake up. Is there any coffee? No. <laughs> what? Any coffee? <sighs> On the couch. Feet up. Hair. 30 minutes later, Kim, we got to go in 15 minutes. I'm still waking up. Now, when Kim finally gets going and she gets up in the bathroom and looks in the mirror, and she looks in the mirror, there's a little bit of dribble that run out of her mouth right there, dried on her face. Her hair is bent 10 different ways, and she's got her thing on her, whatever that thing. It's like a t-shirt that hangs down to her ankles. It's like she would look in the mirror and go, okay, get in the car and go to work. Without showering, without fixing her hair, without doing her makeup, without dressing, without putting shoes on. Now, how many of you know if she did that and she'd come down here to the school and walked in Simone's office and walked in the door and Simone looked at her? You know what Simone's going to say? What in the world happened to you? Wow! That'd be like Kim looking in the mirror and then turning around and then forget to get ready. That's what foolish people do. When the word is preached to them, and they go home and forget the word that was preached to them and keep living their life the way they were living it before they got the word. Come on, amen. Everybody looking at Kim. Boy, that was a rough night, wasn't it, baby? Is Pastor Jason alive? Oh. Listen, when you and I hear the word of God and we refuse to do it, Everybody in your life in the world looks at you and goes, wow. Rough night. What happened to you? When you tell everybody that you are a born-again Christian and you love Jesus, but you look like you just woke up, it confuses the other Christians in your life. It confuses the people in the world that you've been talking about Jesus because you don't look no different than them. Just let that sink in for a minute. Amen. When somebody comes in here and they hear a word about how they're supposed to treat their husband or their wife. And then they go home and say, you know what? I'm going to start living that. I'm going to apply that to my life. I'm going to put that in action. I'm going to love my wife the way Christ loved the church. Pastor had a good word today. It changed me. I'm not going to be the same. How many of that marriage is going to improve? Come on, huh? Because you begin to apply the word by faith. It means that you're starting to believe what God says about you and your marriage versus what you 
feel. I'm going to tell you, your feelings will mislead you. That's why you got to trust God. Amen? Hmm? What about that verse that says, train up your children in the way they will go, and they will not depart from it when they get old? Come on, huh? Hmm? I want to apply that to my life. I want to learn how to apply that to my kids. Come on, how many of you want to apply that to your kids? Huh? And listen, the culture says this. The culture says you raise kids. You don't raise kids. You raise chickens. Come on, you put a chicken coop out there, you throw some feed on the ground, you put some water out there, you raise chicken. You don't raise kids, you train them. And whatever you train them when they're little, that's what's going to manifest in their life when they're a teenager. You better listen to me, Mama and Daddy, because I'm trying to give you some revelation right now that will change your life. Come on, amen. Praise the Lord. You train your children. Y'all acting like I ain't preaching a thing anymore. I'm telling you the truth. Praise the Lord, amen. We train children. Hmm? You train, them, you train them now for everything they're going to do in their life when they grow up. If you train them to be negative when they're little, they're going to grow up and be negative. If you train them to be mean when they're little, they're going to grow up and be mean. If you're selfish around your kids, your kids are going to grow up and be selfish. I don't care how many times you tell them to share. Because they're going to learn from your behavior. Come on, somebody. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hmm? If, you tell your children to be, if you teach your children to be negative when they're little, they're going to grow up and they're not going to depart from it. If you teach your children to be greedy, they're going to grow up and they're not going to depart from it. Come on, I'm helping somebody, amen? Huh? If you train them not to go to the church every single week, guess what? When they get old, they're not going to depart from that. They're not going to go to church. You better hear me today, amen? If you go home from church every Sunday and sit in your house and talk to your wife in front of your kids about, well, I don't know why the pastor did that, and I just don't understand why, and just, you know, I don't know if I agree with that word. And you just negative and down on everything that happened at church, you do that in front of your kids. Don't come complain to me when your kids are teenagers and refuse to go to youth group and they're out using drugs. Because you trained them. You ain't going to shout at me, but that's all right. Come on, amen. Praise the Lord, pastor. That's good stuff. Hmm? Listen, you better hear me because when they get 15 and 16 years old and they start cutting you off and don't want to do what you tell them to do anymore and they done decided that you're old and you don't know what's going on and you're out of touch with the culture and you don't get the technology age and you don't understand millennials and you're going to want your kids in youth group. But if you didn't train them up in church, they ain't going to want to go. Praise the Lord. Amen. Because when you hear the word, you got to apply it. Amen. Hmm. When I hear the word about my finances and, and, and it's preached to me on how to be blessed, and I say, man, I sure want to be a generous person, well, then you better learn how to be a giver. Because you, you, if you don't learn how to be a giver, you ain't never going to learn how to be a generous person because you can't be a generous person if you don't have any cash flow coming in your life. And you ain't going to have no cash flow coming in your life until you learn how to be a giver. you got to train yourself. That's why every person of faith ought to be a tither. If you're not tithing, that just means that you are way immature in your walk with Christ. I'm just telling you the truth. Because the tithe don't even belong to you. Read your Bible. It already belongs to God. If you don't tithe, you're stealing money from God. Yeah, you ain't going to hear that in your 30-minute help, self-help video at church. But I'll tell you the truth. Because I want to see you be blessed. I want to see God do a generous thing in your life so you can become a generous person. All right, I'm going to give you number two and I'll be done. The second thing that builds our faith are the people that encourage us. Somebody say the people that encourage us. People that encourage us. How many of me and in the right environment is everything? If you're around negative people all the time, you're going to get negative. If you're around positive people, you'll be positive. Amen? If you're going to live in a faith environment, then you've got to be around faith people. If you want miracles to happen in your life, hang out with people that have had miracles happen in their life. 
Don't hang out with somebody that ain't never had a miracle. Come on. That's like, that's like needing marriage counseling and then going down to the bar and talking to Bubba, drinking a beer, and Bubba been married nine times. Bubba, can you help me with my marriage? You don't need Bubba's help. Romans chapter 1 verse 11 says this, For I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift. Actually, what he's saying is I want to come to you and be an agent of God's grace in your life. I want to make a deposit in your life. Somebody say, God wants to make a deposit in my life. So that you may be what? Say it out loud. Everybody all together, say it out loud. So that you may be what? Established. Established. That, that is that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith of you and me. Huh? Watch this. There's something about being in the presence of other people that causes your faith to grow. It stirs you up. I mean, one miracle begets two more miracles. You get in a faith environment, things start happening. Come on, amen? Particularly when you're in a, big, when you're in a church service and things are popping. Hmm? Listen to me, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 4.13, the scripture we started with, it says that we have the same spirit of faith. Listen, not the principles of faith, but the spirit of faith. You've got to learn the principles, but you've got to operate by the spirit of faith. It's an attitude. Faith got an attitude. Look at somebody and say, you've got a really, really, really good faith attitude. A faith attitude. Hmm? It's an environment. You teach principles, but you catch the spirit. I'm going to try that again. You teach faith principles, but you catch the spirit of faith. You've got to latch on to it by faith. You've got to pick it up in the environment that you're living in. Amen? Hmm? So if you really want to have a spirit of faith, then you need to be around people of faith that know how to operate in faith, people that know how to encourage your faith, people that know how to build up your faith. Don't get around people that tell you how bad it is. Get around people that tell you you can do it. Huh? If you're struggling with something, don't get around somebody and go, yeah, and they go, you go, yeah, it's really bad, I think it's over, and they go, yeah, it's really over. That ain't going to help you. Huh? Y'all just having a pity party. You might as well take your shoes off and dip your feet in the mud. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. Hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at IgniteYourWorld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth.
Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where students have time for creativity, math, and logic, where truth is taught along with history, literature, and technology, where respect is modeled by please and thank you, where innovation and leadership are fostered while planning out college and career paths. This is the future of St. Lucie Christian students. We are now enrolling kindergarten through 12th grade. Full scholarships are still available. Find out more at stlucychristian.org. Navigating the real estate market in Florida today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast and in the Palm Beaches, the housing market is back in full force and there are a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It also can be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is offering a free seminar on how to prepare to buy a home, what programs are available to you, and how you can qualify. You can sign up for this free seminar by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 561-201-5499. The number again is 561-201-5499. Ignite Your World True Church and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Fellowship of Churches and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Fellowship exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Fellowship of Churches. For more information on joining the Destiny Fellowship, go to destinyfellowship.tv.
in our hearts, Lord, in the nations, awakening. Sin and shame, a sin of call by. 